Shalom of Rach, welcome everyone. As Hashem, we're learning Bracha Samach Beis. I'm at Beis. We're going to start from Samach Beis. I'm at Beis. We're learning Samach Gimel. I'm at Aleph, and we're going to pick up from Samach Beis. I'm at Beis, around ten lines up from the bottom. Urikika. The Mishnah said that one cannot spit in the Harabayis. Harabayis is where the base of Migdash is, the Temple Mount. Now, the Gemara is going to learn out first originally from shoes that just like you can't wear shoes on. The Harabai is the Temple Mount. So too, you cannot be right cake. You cannot spit. And the Gemara is going to ask, but what about in the Beisach Nessus? In the Shul. So the Shul does not have the same status as the base Hamikdash. And then we're going to say, why are you learning out from the halachas of spitting from shoes? Learn out the halachas of spitting from making a shortcut in the base Hamikdash, which we learned. That you cannot make a shortcut, use it as a shortcut, or you cannot make a shortcut out of a shul. That's the Gemara is going to switch to that topic here. Question. So let's begin here from the bottom of some of Bays Amit Bays. And the Mishnah told us, Urekika, the Mishnah said, Urekika, that you cannot spit as Osir and Harbayas. So we learn of Kama 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 Chaymer. Gemara says, Whoever spits in the Harabayas nowadays, obviously we're not allowed to go to the Harabayas by the Temple Mount, but if one would spit by the Harabayas nowadays, it's as if one spits in the eye of Hashem. Now we know Hashem doesn't have any eyes, but we are told, as the Mishnah tells us in Pirkei Avos, Hashem's eye is watching us, Hashem is watching over us. Interesting to point out that as many times as we give physical attributes for, to Hashem for us to be able to relate to as we've been discussing but we don't say that Einayim, people have two eyes Baruch Hashem, we say it's the eye of Hashem and here also we say it's the eye it's as wonderful who spits in our bites it's like he's spitting in the eye of Hashem why is that? why is it Kilu Reikik Bebas Einay Shinamai the Pasuk says in Malachim Aleph Perek Tes Pasuk Gimel Pasuk says Vahim Hashem Yilov Vahayu Einay my eye and and my heart are there by the Harabayas all the days, even after the Chorban Beis Hamikdash, even after the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. My eye and my heart are still there. Therefore, if one spits there, it's as if he's spitting in the eye of Hashem. Omar Rav says the Gemara Rikikim Beisak Nesses Shariyim. It is permissible to spit in a shul. Rabbi Said, please don't practice this. Don't do this. Okay, and don't come back and tell people, well, you learned, I said you're allowed to do it. No. Practically speaking, that's not the norm, the custom we do for the most part. Okay, if it is your custom in your shul, take it up with your rub. Okay. <laughs> now, we're learning the Gemara once again. So, Amar Rav, Rekika Beisek Nesis Sharia, to spit in the shul is permissible. Meaning to have Aminul. Why? Just like by shoes. Ma Aminul Baharabayas also, just like by a shoe, you cannot wear shoes in the Harabayas, in the Temple Mount. However, the basic Nessus motor, you are permitted to wear shoes, and you're also encouraged to wear shoes, in the shul. Afrikiko, Barabayas, who the Osir basic Nessus Shari. So, too, you're not allowed to spit. Where? In the Harabayas. But in the shul, you should be permitted to spit. Why? Because you're allowed to wear the shoes in the shul, in the basic Nessus. So, too, we're learning out shoes and spitting, not because they're both with S, but because. Because we're learning out that shoes and, and rikika are the same din in the shul. So the Gemara says, I'm going to wrap up the Rava. 
Rav Papa asks a question to Rav. And some say, is Ravina Lurava. Some say, Vamila is Rav Adabar Masna Lurava. Adiyalev, Miminal, before you start learning the halachas of spitting in the shul from Minal of shoes, learn out, learn out, Nailaf Mikapandria. Learn out from the halachas of take, making a shortcut out of a shul. So what's the halachas of making a shortcut out of a shul? Well, we learned, you're not allowed to do that. So, Amrlei, Rabbi says, Tana Yolif, Mimino, Va'at Amrit Mikapandria, the Tana of the Mishnah, learned it out from Mino, learned out the Kava Choymer from Mino. And you want to come and now say we should learn it out from, from taking, making the shortcut, from the halachas of spitting with the shortcut? Mighty, who is this Tana that learned like this? The Tani will learn the A person should not go to the Temple Mount of Harabais with his walking stick in his hand. And not with his shoes on his feet. And not with the money that's wrapped in his kerchief, in his cloth. Or in his money belt. All these things should not let it go to the Harabais, the base of Migdash, with all these items. Or by throwing your, your, your uh, pack, package over your shoulder. And you should not make it a shortcut. You should not use the Harabais as a shortcut. All of these things are what? Aspects of disgrace. If, you, if you're using something as, as, as a shortcut, but it's a room, it's a makam, it's a place of Kedusha, what are you showing? You're expressing a lack of respect to that place. Imagine there's a speech going on. Imagine there's a Leviah going on. And the person's walking through, cutting through the benches, and says, excuse me, excuse me, i got to get, could you put your feet? Right? It's, we see it's, a, it's absurd, ridiculous. You're going to use the Harabayas, the Makam, the Mikdash, as a, as a shortcut? You can use the basic Nessus, a Mikdash, Ma'at as a shortcut? So learn out whether or not Rikika, Rikika means spitting, is permissible or not, from Kapandria. So the Mariah says, Loyasa Kapandria, you should also not make it a shortcut. Urikika, and you cannot, you cannot spit there either, you learn that from a Kavachaymer. What's a Kavachaymer? Uma mino she'en by derech bizoyin. Just like by shoes. Shoes, it's not bizoyinistic. It's not disgraceful to wear shoes in a harabayas. But nonetheless, the Torah still says, Amr Torah, Shal na lech me al raglech, HaKadosh Baruch said to Moshe Rabbeinu, Take off the shoes from your feet. Rikika she derech bizoyin. Spitting, which is a disgraceful act. Even more so, of course you cannot spit. So the Gemara is saying, we're going to learn it out from the shoes. Rabbi Yisab Yehuda says, one second. You don't have to learn Rikika regards to not spitting in the Harabais from shoes. You can learn it like this. Very timely place, Pasuk to learn it from. We have in Megillus Esther, in Perik Dal Pasuk Beis, you cannot come, the Pasuk says, that Esther said to Mordechai, to the king's gate, wearing sackcloth. You can't wear being wearing sackcloth, levush sack. 
Just like when it comes to a sack, a sackcloth, which is not disgusting. Nonetheless, lifnei basar adam, it's not disgusting in front of a person of flesh and blood, a king of flesh and blood, but you still you should not go in front of the king with a sackcloth. Rikika shehimuusa lifnei melech spitting in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Of course you can't do that. If you can't wear sackcloth in front of a king of flesh and blood, and it's not disgusting necessarily, <coughs> so obviously you can't do what? You can't spit in the front of a king. So Amr says to Ravah, this is what I'm telling you, this is what I mean to say. In other words, as a general principle, before we take the approach of leniency, to learn out from minol, from shoes, that you're allowed to do something, you should learn out from the stringency that you're not allowed to do something. Okay? So learn out spitting from the shortcut. Just like by a shortcut you're not allowed to do, so so to spitting you're also not allowed, should not be able to do. Don't learn out spitting from shoes that you are allowed to do, Learn out from spitting to shortcut that you're not allowed to do. Now, we're going to conclude with the Gemara, which it might be, it's something that I personally cannot understand. I just want to finish and then we'll take questions. But, but, but let's finish this piece, and I want to just preface by saying that, because we're going to say a scenario like this. The Eima, maybe say like this, the Harabai is the Osir, the Minol, on the Harabayas, on a temple mount that is usher to wear shoes, Lelfi, learn how to kavachoymer, mimino, from shoes. Aval beisak neses, in other words, that's also usher to wear shoes there, so it's usher to spit there. Aval beisak neses, the shari, mimino, but on the shul that shoes are permissible to be worn, at the yalif, before you learn it from mimino, uleheter, neilif, mikapandria, Learn out from a kapandria that it's also to to make a kapandria means shortcut that it should be also to spit in the shul because it's also to do what to make a short take a shortcut out of a shul. El Amarava Rava says no, keep basic because it's just like the person's house. Now this is the part I don't understand well. Okay, ma basic a kapandria kapedinish. People don't don't want someone to knock on your door, or not knock on your door, cut through the house, and go around the other end through the backyard. Right? Imagine someone, it says, hey, how you doing? He says, okay, great. It just walks through, straight through your house to go to the backyard to cut through. Like, excuse me, what just happened here? Right? But, this is the part I understand, that, arikiko minol loy kapit inish. So, in a person's own house, people are not mocked, but if you spit. Now, in this generation, of course, we are, so we're not, we're not familiar with that concept. So, they're saying like this, to make your house into a shortcut, people don't like that. Okay? People are not mocked, if you spit or wear shoes in their house, basic so to a basic It should be like your house. the shortcut to make your house in the shortcut be also, but Rikiko Minol Shari. Spitting and uh, wearing shoes is permissible. You have to say in those days that the floor was an earthen floor, 
It was That's Earth. Like saying the same thing as saying that. I, I, I talk in my house. I like to talk in my house. No, no, because he had to find the Hector to talk in. You know, in the shul, you have to be, make that specific connection. I, I, I always bother you. It's more something which is very foreign to us. It's very foreign to us. We don't, we have Baruch Hashem, we have a tissue. We have to, you have to clean the phlegm out of your throat. Use a tissue. Use, a, you know, some people still use the, the handkerchiefs. Fine. They use talus. They, back then. Yeah. Back then, yeah. It's, it's brought down. Use a talus also. Rabbi said, we learned in the Mishnah, when they would be chasing the bracha in the Mikdosh, they would be chasing, chasing means to conclude the bracha, they would conclude it in a different way, where they would say, by the Bayes Rishon, Baruch Atah Hashem Lekei Yisrael Ad Ha'ilam. Ad Ha'ilam. They would make a bracha, Baruch Atah Hashem Lekei Yisrael, the God of Yisrael, and Ad until the world. However, the, the Tztukim, the Minim, the heretics, who didn't believe in Oilam Haba, the, so they said, there's only one world. So we added, Chazal added, meaning Chazal added, so Gemara has a question, why do they need to establish the Ad Ha'oilam? So that's the Gemara says, because they wouldn't answer a main to a bracha in the base of Mikdash. The, the norm was not to answer a main, but rather to say, that's how you answer to a bracha. In the base of Mikdash. Hmm. Now the Gbraisa, the Gemara explains from a Braisa in Saita and that Memon base that elaborates on this. How do you know you don't answer a main in the base of Mikdash? So it brings a Pasuk in the Chemia and Perak test Pasukation. Get up and give a bracha to Hashem Lakechem your God. Min Okay, So what did they answer? They would, that's how they would answer for a bracha. That's what it means. This is the source from it. Yachol, I might think call a bracha is cool achas. I might think that. First, in the base of Midrash, to give all the brachas and give one baruch shein kivoy machus loyelamved at the end. Come, comes along the mission. The Brisa says, "Tamaloymar umeroymam al kol brachusahila." For every praise and every bracha, independently, individually, they would say, "Al kol brachu bracha tein loy tehila." Give it its praise. Say baruch shein kivoy machus loyelamved. Furthermore, hiskinu shia adam shoyel b'shloim. We learn in the Mishnah, this is still going back to the first Mishnah of the Parak, the only Mishnah of the Parak, that we learned that they established that when they would greet people, they would use the Shem Hashem to greet people. Meaning what? What name of Hashem? Shalom. Shalom is the name of Hashem. We learned in the Mishnah Rurashir, we learned that Lichatchila, the Paiskim say, ideally, do not say Shalom Aleichem in the Mikvah. Don't say, those who say Shabbat Shalom, don't say that in the mikvah. Because you're saying Shalom. Okay, you're saying Hashem's name. Now, what happens if that's your child, and you're the father or the mother, and you're giving a bath to the little baby, little two-year-old, and you're on the call his name. So, and you're in the bathroom. So, exactly correct. So, as Avangadali Akoin is saying, that you should drop the mem for savings. Say Shalom. 
Shalom. He, he knows he's talking to you. You're talking to him. <laughs> he knows you're talking to him. Or they say, Adam Nun. Now, there are Hoiskin that say, Bidi Eved, or I don't want to use the word Bidi Eved, there are leniencies, because you're not referring to Hashem, you're referring to the individual. So there are leniencies to say Shalom in the basic say in the, in the mikvah area. But definitely, it's definitely best not to. And that's all what our Sugi over here is talking about. Of They established that a person would be to ask how is someone doing with the name of Hashem. Now, the, the Gemara wants to know as follows. Why does the Mishnah have to bring more than one source for this, and it wasn't good enough from what we learned from Boyas. Okay? Because it says, Boyas Bami Hashem is with you. Loi, they said to him, then it says, Hashem Imcha Hashem is with you, Referring to the Maloch that spoke to Gidoin, the Shaifet. Don't disgrace the ways of your elders. Then it says, That's all the Mishnah. So the Gemara wants to know, what is this, my Vo'imer? What is the Vo'imer? If you want to say, that Boyaz, he introduced this concept of saying, Shalom Aleichem, or greeting people with Hashem's name on his own volition, on his own accord, Tashma. Well, I'll bring you a proof that, no, it's not just from Bayaz. Where do you see? Because the Pasuk says, that's why we bring Vo'imer, we have a source, if a Pasuk says, Hashem imcha gibor chayil. The Malach came to Gidoin, Gidoin was one of the shayftim, one of the judges, and the Malach was giving chizuk to Gidoin, Hashem is with you. You can't get a better approbation than that. Hashem is with you. If you want to say that's not a good ride that you could use Hashem's name to greet people because that's when the Malach did it. How do you know? Don't uh, dispute the Tavus. Don't disgrace the ways of your elders. Who's the ways of your elders? That's what Boyaz did. Okay, that's why we go back to Boyes. There are times to do for Hashem, and we call what's called breaking the Torah for the sake of the Torah. That's what it means by Boyes was the one who introduced this concept of greeting people with Hashem's name. This passage is you could dash out this pasuk of Ace Lassus Lashem from the front to the back and from the back to the front. And it comes out with the same meaning. Like a palindrome. You know, like dad, D-A-D. Right? Either way, you go front to back. Same concept. We racially say from Midrash, you could dash out this pasuk of Ace Lassus Lashem. It's a time to do for Hashem. My time. My time. What's the reason? Because if you don't do for Hashem now, then they're going to break the Torah. Okay, so you have to do for Hashem, and the Gemara gives, an, and, and one example Rashi gives, like Elio Bar Karma. Elio Navi, when he was fighting the, the Neviah Baal, the false prophets, he, he had some, sometimes do like a Navero for the sake of the mitzvah. Okay? Hey, my time, Mishum, Eislas, Hashem, it causes the time to do for Hashem. 
Tanya, we learn the Brisa, Hil Hazake Noimer. The Brisa is now coming to elaborate on situations where it's time to do for Hashem's sake. Ace, last is Hashem. Time to do for Hashem's sake. So the great Hillel Azakein, so perhaps the question could be is why sometimes you see Hillel, sometimes you see Hillel Azakein. So, because Hillel Stam, when, when he was younger. Hillel Azakein, when he was older. Okay, Pashup Shat. Okay. Bishas Hamachnisen Pazer. Says Hillel Azakein, if you have Tamidi Chachamim, you have Torah scholars, but they're not going out and be Marbitz Torah to the rabbin. They're not going out and spreading Torah to other people. You pick up the slack. Pazer. Scatter yourself around. And make sure you do so. However, Bishas Hamifazrin, at a time when they are going around, scattering around, if you will, and spreading Torah to others, then for you, Kanes. In other words, bring yourself inside and you don't have to go out. If you see a generation where the Torah is dear to them, they're thirsty for Torah, Pazer. Go teach them Torah. Go, go around and be Mavit's Torah. Shnemar, as we learn from the Pasuk in Mishlei, Yer Aleph of Dalit Yeshev, Mephazer, and Noisef Oid. In other words, not only are they not losing, but they're adding more. They're adding more Torah. However, what happens if you see a generation, which might sound a little difficult to understand, if you see a generation that the, the Torah is not Chaviva Allah, it's not dear to them. So one might say, oh, well, so go teach them anyway. That's not what the Gemara says. Now, Halach Lamaisa, we're not passing right now. But the Gemara says, if you see a generation that Torah is not dear to them, don't teach them. Stay inside. Learn by yourself. Why? It's a time to do for Hashem. Don't go out and teach. If they're going to be disgracing the Torah, don't be teaching them the Torah. So when they have belligerent people, that's what the Gemara is saying, stay away. The Torah is, they're, they're attacking the Torah. It's once again, Allah is what you do, but that's not for now. Darsh Bakapara. The Gemara says like this, Bakapara says, Bakapara says, Zolas, if you see a product that you could purchase for a cheap price, Kvoitz, Kinei Minel, gather people together, gather together, and go purchase it. Give me business advice. Why? Because, what do we always say? You buy low, sell high. Okay, you know where they got that from? Samach Gimel Amad Aleph. <laughs> okay, here in Brachus, everything comes from the from the from Torah. Now, Ba'asar de Leis Gevar, Tamon Havi Gevar. Ba'akaparis says further, in the place where there is no man, what does it mean there's no man? No man around, only women? No. It means that no one's stepping up to the plate to do what needs to get done. You step up to the plate and get done what needs to get done. Ba'asar in the place, the Leis Gevar, Tamon Havi Gevar. In that place, you be the person. But because if there is someone to be the man there, and there is someone to take charge, then don't do it. Don't do it. Okay? Omar Abaya. You see from here what the words of Akapara, 
right? Like I just said over, in the place that there is a person taking charge, Taman over there, So don't don't overstep your boundaries. That you should not pass in the halacha in front of your Rebbe. Right? It's obvious. You should not pass in the halacha in front of your Rebbe. Why, do you have to, why does Bakapar have to tell us this? So it's come to teach us when they're both equal. Abai is learning out from the words of Bakaparo that when they're both equal, that if you go to a place where there's a Tamil Chacham and he's not greater than you, then don't take, don't take the crown of Tyre for yourself. He's already there doing what needs to be done. Don't overstep your boundaries. Okay. When, when people are equal, that's when you have to be more careful. If there's someone already greater than you, then you realize, okay, he's in charge. Says more further. Which is a parashatana, a small parashatana, in the parts of Torah, Tanakh, that the main body of Torah is, is dependent upon. I'm sorry? A yesoid, a foundation. So Gemara brings a passage, Behold the rechecha de'ayu, v'hu yashorachisecha. Everything you do should be l'shem shemayim. Everything you do should be the forsake of Hashem. In fact, there's a halach in the Shulchan Aruch, Reish and Aleph, I believe. Right? We'll get to it soon in the Shulchan Aruch. And even things which are mundane, even things which are mundane, a person goes for a walk, do it l'shem shemayim, so you can be healthy to serve Hashem. You're eating food, do l'shem shemayim. You're going to take a nap, do it so you can have strength to serve Hashem. You're going on vacation, do it l'shem shemayim. You're going golfing, do it l'shem shemayim. So you could have a clear mind. I, no, it doesn't mean you go from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Because when you're learning Tyra, right? But you do it, everything you do, L'shem Shemayim. Omar Rava Afilu L'dvara Veira. What does that mean? You do a Dvara Veira, L'shem Shemayim? Ah, so that's what we said earlier. That's what an example of Eliyoh Bahar Karmel. Eliyoh Navi, when he wanted to fight the false prophets in the Via Shekhar Bahar Karmel, what he had to do and put up with them, even it's called what's called an Aveira Lishma. For the sake of Hashem. further, teach your son a clean, easy trade, a light trade. What's an example of this? Mayhi. What's a, what, what is this profession? A Schneider. A tailor. Be a tailor. Teach him to be a tailor. Okay. Come to a new topic over here. Tanya, we learn the Brisa. Rabbi Yomer, li oilum al yarbe oldum reyim b'seich be'isay. Don't have too many friends. It's going to sound a little funny now. Don't have too many friends at your house at one time. Shenamar ish reyim l'israyeya. The wisest man that ever lived told us in Mishlei Perik Yudches Pasuk of Dalit that when you have many people together, many times what happens? It comes to quarreling. People say this, people say that, before you know it, right, you have a fight going on, <coughs> a dispute. Tanya, we learn the Brites, Rabbi Yoimer, Alim no Adam, Apotrepus, Mesech Beisa, Ayyman, not Yimna, Ayyman, the person should not appoint, not Apotrepus, a butler, so to say, in your house. 
Shall Malu Lai Mina Paitifar as Yaisid Apitribus beside basically Balo Isada because if Paitifar were not appointed Yaisif to be the butler in his house, that whole Maisa with him trying to be seduced by Paitifar's wife would not have happened. Now, Rabbi said, I'm going to ask a question, not arguing Hasram with the Gemara. I don't understand the Gemara well. Right, you can never have a butler because the butler, because the wife's going to come to try to seduce him. I mean, she saw that that she's going to have a child with Yosef Atzadik. So the Maisa, she did it for the, she did it with, the, with proper intentions. She wanted she wanted to fulfill, right? In addition to which she doesn't wind up in jail. What was that? In addition to which he wouldn't wind up in jail. If he didn't wind up in jail, he wouldn't have. The, if you're right, right. The dream. So 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 it's a little difficult to learn specifically from this case. Because it was like an exception to the rule, right? Mm-hmm. She specifically had that 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 uh, re'iyah, the nevuah, if you want to call it, it wasn't nevuah, wasn't prophecy, but she saw from the stars. She read it wrong. It wasn't going to be her. It was her adopted daughter that was going to marry Yosef. That's exactly what happened. Okay, but Lamaisa, at the end of the day, the Gemara is still saying, if you bring the the male butler into the house and the wife's there alone, that that's what could happen. You have to check your. Uh Qualifications. Check, 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 right. Do, do a, what's it called? Uh, uh, back check. A, do a back check, you know. Uh, okay, yeah, fine. I think it's, uh, I don't think yeah, the Gemara here is specifically referring to the, the, the znus, the morality aspect of it. Not because, not, they we're not discussing it because they might start stealing your items here. Okay, Zakhtar yeah. Vaid, the Tanya will learn a price. It doesn't say. Tanya will learn a price. Rabbi Oimer, Lominis, Mechal Parishes, Nazir, the Parishes Soit, the famous Gemara. Why is the juxtaposition between Parshas Nazir, the discussion of Nazir, and the Parshas Saita? To come to tell you, should call Haroya Saita Bekekula. Whoever sees the Saita in our disgraced state, of her hair uncovered and everything that's happening to her, Yazir Atzmim in the Yain should say he's not going to drink wine. Furthermore, Omar Chizkiya Bereid Rabbi Parnoch Omar Rabbi Yochanan. Loma Nismichol Parshas Saita Le Parshas Trumas Maisus. Why is the Parshas Saita connected to Parshas Trumas Maisus? to come to tell you, whoever has trumas of maizus, <coughs> excuse me, and he doesn't give it to the koyin, that the koyin is supposed to get it, you know what's going to happen? He's going to come knock on the koyin's door and say to the koyin, I think my wife is doing something incorrect. I think she's a saita. He's going to have to bring his, he's going to have to go to the koyin. He didn't go for the right reason, he's going to go for the wrong reason. As was said over, if you don't give your tzedakah to Yaakov, you end up giving it, Esau will come along and take it. Okay? It says, says, That the person has to make sure he goes and gives his, his trumas and maishas to the coin. The Samach then juxtaposes, Ish, Ish, Ki Sista Ishtoi, a man who will... <coughs> Say that his wife is not behaving morally correct. Then it says, you know what he's going to do? He's going to bring his wife to the Koye. And she's going to drink from the, the Maimar. She's not going to Not only this, that we're, we're saying over here, that since he didn't bring the Kedoshim, he didn't bring his, 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 uh, the food to the Koye. Now, Loyu, he's going to have to go to the Koyin for a different reason, for the Koyin to find out if his wife is a, is a, is a Saita or not. If he does do the right thing, 
and he brings the Trumasa Maisha to the coin, Soif Misasher. Instead of going to Warden Rabbi Sai and finding out how to do the best business, one of, that's right, one of the top business colleges here, right? Right here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, right? I'm telling you right now, what the Gemara says to do. You want to be successful in your business? Give Maisa. Get stuck. The man that gives the coin, he will have loy with a valve, moment harbe, he'll have a lot of money. It sounds counterintuitive. One second. You're telling me if I give away, I get? You better believe it because it all comes from Hashem. Well, let's, let's, let's go to the volume. One second, one second. I just want to make sure we finish this next piece. Omar bar mishum what does a person suffering? What should a person do if he has Yisurim, suffering coming upon him? So he says, whoever is Mishtatif, whoever brings Hashem and acknowledges all from Hashem, and he says, he says, Baruch Dayanemis, or in this generation we'll say, as we learn from Rabbi Kivan Samachomet Beis, everything everything Hashem does is for the good. He accepts it. His parnasa is doubled. What does it mean? A person who acknowledges everything that's happening to him, that sorrows, the difficulty, the pain, is from Hashem, his parnasa is doubled. That's what Gemara tells us. Shnema says in Iyoif, Rabbi Shmuel by Nachmin Yomar, what does this mean? Panasosim oifefes like a tzipor. Your panasim will fly to you like a bird flies. Shnemar v'chesef toyofoy isloch. The money will fly to you. Last piece, we're going to start with this last piece. Am Rabbi Tovi, Am Rabbi Yishaya, kol hamarapa atzma v'divrei toiro, ein bai koyach lamad b'yan sorah. Very, talking about Yisoyed foundational principles in Yiddishkeit. Rabbi Yishaya, this is one of them. If a person is merapa atmai from Torah, if a person weakens his study in Torah, you know what happens when he needs siat shmaya, when things are going difficult, even the Torah he learned will not be there to protect him. And where do we see that from? Right over here. Shenamar says in Mishlei Perikov Dalit Pasuk Yud, Hisrapisa, you were relax, you were weak in your Torah study. On the day that you need protection, you will not have strength to stand up against the problems. Not only in Limerat Torah, not only in Torah study, but if a person is lax and not showing the proper respect to the mitzvah, to doing a mitzvah, then if he has a young tzara, a time of tragedy and need, he gets the patch. It will not protect him. Even one mitzvah. Even if it's a mitzvah. Even if a person lacks in the mitzvah, one mitzvah. <coughs> doesn't give the proper respect, proper covet. Doesn't cross every T and dot every I in the performance of the mitzvah. Then he's rapisa, if he's lax, the young tzara, on the day of his need, when things are difficult, tzar koi it will be weak for him at that time. Pick up Mitzvah Shem tomorrow. Mitzvah Shem, we're going to try to finish the Mitzvah tomorrow as well. That sounds awfully cruel.
Rabbi Zai, uh, just turned the quarterback on to share with you. This is just the Haisafa, where we just discussed his rapisa, if you were lax. And then many, many years ago, I heard a brother Zetzal, one of my rabbeim, who elaborated on this Yisoid. But I want to share with you, you can get the recordings on the, somewhere to find it, you know, on his shmuz on this. I want to share with you like this. Chazal tell us that they checked and Googled and looked around everywhere. I say Google, I mean, I'm saying our generation. They looked for a place called Rafidim. It says that Amalek came to fight with Klai Yisrael, B'nai Yisrael, at a place called Rafidim. Chazal tell us there's no such place called Rafidim. There's no, it doesn't exist. So you'll tell me, oh, one second, I looked on the map and there actually is a place called Rafidim. That's not, where that's not the place you're talking about. Okay? Or maybe that place is kind of place after the fact, after the situation. Chazal tell us it didn't exist. So I said, what do you mean? So what does it mean? And the Pasuk says that the Amalek came and fought with Klaisel by Rafidim. It sounds like it's a place. Chazal Darshanah, they teach us. It was Rafu Yideyim B'Tayrah. They weakened their Limur HaTayrah. The Jewish people left in Midbar and they weakened the Limur HaTayrah. What came? Amalek. Amalek came. That's our Gemara. That's exactly what we're saying over here. They weakened their Amunah. They weakened their Amunah. Well, it's, more, it's, it's, it's an Amunah and more than that. It's Rafu, they say, Rafu Yidei and Betayra. That's what we, we read the Torah three times. I'm sorry? We read the Torah three times. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu established. We should make sure that we don't go more than three days without leaving our Torah. Okay? I'm sorry? It, they, I mean, there was a Messiah. The Messiah of the Torah was there. The Messiah of the Torah was there, right? Yeah. Okay? So we see over here, that's exactly what our Gemara is teaching us. That's why I turned the recorder back on because I wanted you listening to the recordings to get also what we're saying here in person that that it's so serious. It's much like the Gemara we had on, on the previous summit with, with Rabbi Kiva. A fish out of water is going to die. A yid without Torah is dying. That's it. Tire is our water. It sounds strong. It sounds harsh. You know what? A person who's breathing on a ventilator. And you say, you know what? Can I borrow that for a second? You take it off. Take off the ventilator. Or I have to charge my, I have to charge my phone. Just a few minutes. I'm very, I'm very down on my phone. I'm just going to plug the ventilator for a few minutes. I, I put it back on afterwards. Not going to go too well. You get a flat liner over there. Flat line over there, right? Now, boys say, all of this is meant to give us chizak. Is it serious? Is it harsh? It's it's life. This is our life. It's so serious. The opposite of 